Okay, keep going. I work hard. The girl will work. And you could work harder to cleaning up. Because I'm a woman? No, because it makes you like a pig. Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. And today we're going to talk about Business Award. Joining me is Ruby. Hi. And our special guest today is Manda. Hello. Welcome back, Man Pants. Yay! <laughs> do the audience know that she's called Man Pants? Oh, yeah. They do oh, now. Okay. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> we use it on our other podcast, Room Escape Divas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we talk about escape rooms. And we've been doing that for like two and a half years. Oh, my years, gosh. Right? Yeah. I know. We still haven't. We still haven't stopped. No, <laughs> that's what Arrow's all smug about it, our, our podcast mate, because yeah. I said we'd stop after 10 episodes. But. <laughs> <laughs> and we still have content, so... We yeah. still have content, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's cool. So last season, when we had you on, you had only, at that point, watched season one. Yes. And now mm. you've seen season two. So what are your kind of overall thoughts now? So, yeah, when I watched season two, it was actually a big joy for me to watch (laughs) season two because it was well it was watching the creators and the writers be able to Mm -hmm. do more with the characters like season one was still good i still really enjoy season one Mm -hmm. but it felt like okay we've introduced the world now let's expand on it and explore Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i love you know the the new stuff with kimchi kimchi to me became more of a character at that point Mm -hmm, for sure and i just i just liked the direction that the show was taking mm-hmm. and sometimes it's gotten like into the crazy goofy places but <laughs> it's still like got that grounding and and heart and everything right. that i really enjoy about it so right. yeah yeah awesome. it's, it's exactly and, what the uh the writers were saying and the cast was saying when they entered before they came to season two is that yeah they really got time to explore each of the characters more and yeah like and i mean it's the same thing when I watched The Handmaid's Tale, because, mm-hmm. you know, their first season, and same with Kim's Convenience, was very much based on a, like, the play, right? Yeah, yeah. It, right. There was a There was a source material to draw from, mm-hmm. and they've kind of, they ran out of that source material, <laughs> so it's what able we to do now? grow Expand. a bit more, yeah. and yeah. Fun fact, Amanda Bruegel, who plays Pastor Nina, is also on that show. Oh, what does she play? I have to look for her now. <gasps> I know who she... Oh, my God. She's so good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's so different. She's so different. I just realized it clicked. Oh, my... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that was not planned at all. That, was... <laughs> that just sounded really fake. <laughs> it was like, my hands are on my head. I'm like... No! Oh, wow! Her mind was blown. <laughs> How did I not see that? It's so obvious now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now cutting back to this. <laughs> um, the other thing you got to experience, uh, you actually got to meet some of the cast at the Bad Dog Theater event that Andrew hosted. Yeah, so Mike told me about... Yeah, you and, you and Mike told me about the... Um, yeah, that. Yeah, Andrew the improv show. Fung. Um, yeah. Andrew okay. Fung. Andrew Fung was having an improv show in Toronto, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, let's go!" And then mm-hmm. it ended up being kind of this impromptu Kim's convenience <laughs> meetup because yeah. a lot of the Kimbits went out to it, mm-hmm. and it was it was so much fun. Yeah. Honest, <laughs> it was. I was I, I was already excited to go, yeah. uh, and it was. Uh, I told Andrew afterwards, <laughs> <laughs> like it was such a relief to see good improv. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I don't know, I have friends who are in the improv scene and I've been to, and they've been good in their shows, mm-hmm. but they're always with others and you, oh, always, yeah. you end up seeing a lot of bad improv because it's so easy to do bad improv. So the show itself was good mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of the cast members yeah, showed came up, up. Yeah. came out to support and... And so we all met them afterwards, and everybody's so nice. <laughs> like, so nice. Yeah. I was probably, like, stumbling over myself and, like, <laughs> you know, just say, I, oh, I told Andrea, um, Janet, that I actually told her that her character annoys the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> or that I, I, I told her that I'm like, I, you, you do a really good job, and I'm really, like, that you know, she gets saddled with being the annoying teenager yeah. character. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I just told her like, yeah, you're doing a really good job. But no, it was everyone's really friendly and really mm-hmm. enthusiastic, mm-hmm. and it was. It was good. It's like good to actually just be able to talk to them and yeah. Yeah. and joke and stuff. They're and like super approachable. I've discovered that Andrew Fung is really into sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, that, he's really into it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like not just a character kimchi thing. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're really lucky that uh, Michael Musi, who plays Terrence, uh, Nicole Power, who plays Shannon. We also had uh, Mrs. Lee, who's played by Christina. Song. Christina Sung, yes. And uh, and of course, Andrew Fung, who was there doing his show. And Andrea, who doesn't really come to a lot of events. It was mm-hmm. really surprising to see her. So that was She's super so awesome. tiny. <laughs> She's so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, no, every, like, yeah, Nicole was really cool to meet. I really mm-hmm. wanted to meet Nicole because it was good to actually, I don't know, it's kind of nice to be able to tell somebody what a good job they're doing. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Actually mean it, not in the fake actory way. Where you're like, <laughs> You're so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was actually just in a Soul Pepper play called Sisters, and we Mm -hmm. went and saw it. I think about a week or two weeks after that Andrew Fung show, and she was amazing. She yes, it was a very different uh, character that she's playing. Yeah, so basically, the play is about two sisters who are living through, I guess, tough times, either through the depression or something Mm -hmm. in New York City, eighteen nineties. Or, yeah, probably yeah. even further The costumes back. looked old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they said 1890s New York. Yeah. yeah. And long story short, it, it, it comes off as a very, not sad, but very uh, heavy tone. It was, yeah. it was a very heavy tone throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, she really nailed it, her and her co-stars, which it was only like a five-person cast. Yes. That was what yeah. was amazing about it. Even though there's so little so little actors on stage they carry through the whole show and it wasn't just monologues it was it was everyone working together bringing the whole like atmosphere alive making yeah. the stage work to their advantage it, it was fantastic the other person that we also got to see earlier uh before andrew's show was uh, actually michael Musi, who plays terrence yeah and he yes. was in a fringe show called featherweight and mm-hmm. he <sighs> He he had warned everybody that was coming because when we heard of it, we we're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna come out and see your show. He's like, yeah, guys, just a heads up, I'm not playing a guy Terrence? like Terrence. I'm <laughs> totally different than Terrence. And thank God, because like some of the fans, like for example, the Ottawa yeah, couple, family, yeah, um, uh, Mama Kimbit, Papa Kimbit, Mini Kimbit, uh, Mini Kimbit's only like ten years old. So <laughs> oh my she God, would not that, have been good. Yeah. I was I was uncomfortable at the improv. <laughs> show i think i think andrew had to like pause and like go i'm so sorry because improv shows can get raunchy so fast yeah (laughs) but uh, yeah again these these actors uh no matter how little of a part of the show in in kim's they're really amazing people in Mm -hmm. their talent as we've seen in their other shows and their other work so yeah yeah we hope to see more of it It it's good i felt bad for the other improv team who were also really strong i know they were from the show moms working moms working moms yeah Yeah, they were good they were they were really good but i felt bad because the audience was kind of stacked with like (laughs) kim's convenience fans so every time it came to like audience choices Yeah. yeah not that the thing is is like both teams were really good. Yes. Like, really good. Mm-hmm. So, just because the Kim's Convenience fans were voting for Kim's Convenience yeah. people... They it, still voted for them. They still yeah. voted for the other team, too. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was the other thing. It was good to actually... I've never met the community mm. of Kim's mm-hmm. Convenience fans. So, it was cool to get to know a few people yeah. and, <laughs> you know, talk with them and stuff. For yeah. sure. And we had delicious food, too. We <laughs> did. We had a whole duck. <laughs> it was a good duck. <laughs> Mike ordered the duck. Yeah, you can't go wrong with You have to order it like 24 hours in advance. It's yeah. so special. I know. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, if you want to get some good, uh, what would you call it? It's not quite fusion food, is it? It is a fusion food because they take different types of uh, cooking methods and different different countries yeah. specialties and fuse it with asian food or asian style food even the peking Ooh. duck they 
cooked it in a French, French way. Yeah. yeah. So it was a French style. That duck. was the first time I've been to a restaurant where they brought the chef out to like. Yeah. They brought the chef out to be like, so we could appreciate his work. <laughs> I know. I was really glad they did it because I'm like, this duck, man. <laughs> <laughs> and usually you see that in movies and shows. You don't see that in real life. Yeah. That a chef comes to your table. So if you want to check out this restaurant, it's called R&D. It's on Spadina in Chinatown in Toronto. And uh, and the chef's actually from uh, Master, Master Chef. Chef. Yeah. So yeah, he's oh. a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So off the topic of food, let's talk about this show called Kim's Convenience. <laughs> Where they sell food. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the intro a bit. Now, um, when we dive in, we have Enrique talking with uh, Appa, yeah. Enrique, who's played by Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. And he is, uh, I think he's a comedian. I kind of follow his Twitter on and off. And uh, he's always posting funny, funny videos Tweets and stuff and like stuff. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's funny that... Uh, the a lot of the beginning, the intro episodes, as we were talking in the previous episode, that um, they're they're kind of coming up with the new content because in the first season they had stuff to pull from the play, but now mm-hmm. they're kind of playing on uh, more social and political things. Yeah. And in this case, they're talking about the use of plastic bags. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of been a worldwide thing. Everybody's kind of getting rid of plastic bags. And, of course, Enrique's being... He's being, he, he's being Enrique about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's trying to stuff everything in his shirt, and but it's not understanding this thing because I think it's it's sort of a generational thing too. I mean, mm-hmm. for my parents anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't think they're quite at the point where they've kind of started to bring reusable bags everywhere. I, right. I think they try. Yeah. Um, but of course, I mean, we're I guess at the age where we're we're more open minded. We kind of well, I'm not, I don't want to say open-minded, but, you know, we'll probably be more mindful to do these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, As our world spins into destruction. <laughs> I mean, like, you'll see. I, I feel like <laughs> we should. Yeah. I feel like, you know, our generation is probably a bit more mindful of, of it because it's more of an issue for us at this age than yes. it was for our parents when they were at their age. I, I, also, I also think a big part of it is social media as well. I mm-hmm. mean, like every other, every probably fifth post that I see on Facebook is one of those videos about, look what these microbeads are doing to the environment. The fish eat the or beads, have, you like, eat the yeah. beads. Or yeah. the What's bears happening eat the in the ocean? Yeah. Like these turtles are getting caught. Look what this cruise yeah. line has dumped on the, on the yeah. ocean. <laughs> it's it's very gut wrenching sometimes to watch these it videos is. first thing in the morning. <laughs> it's hard to figure out what I can do anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what shouldn't I do and what, what should I do? <laughs> yeah, like where we live, it's like they t- t- do garbage collection like every two weeks. Yes, once every, every two other weeks. week. Yeah, yeah, and pretty much everything else is you know you got to search your organics, you got to search your recycling, mm-hmm. and. Before, when I lived in a condo, I didn't know about any of this stuff. I just put everything no, down. The, the magical shoot. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about this. It's like, magic shoot, sort. But do condos now have a sorting? Yes. Most system? of them do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But the older ones, I don't think that they the do. So they never retrofitted don't? any of them. Yeah. Um, I remember moving into my new apartment like years back and mm-hmm. being shocked, being like, oh, you have a green thing. Oh, oh really? So the chute was for regular garbage, but you had to like bring your green Greens garbage downstairs. downstairs to a separate dumpster. That would make sense because if yeah. you put it down a chute, it'll probably break through the plastic and you'll just have crap everywhere. Uh, probably does it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and there are a couple funny lines, of course, from this. And and as Up and Enrique are going back and forth, one of the things he said, did you know that plastic bags kill more sea turtles than sharks? And then Appa's confused. I was actually confused, too. He's like, yeah. you mean bag kill shark or shark kill turtle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the way that was worded, I'm like, yeah, that, that that's true. What is he trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that Enrique became a regular character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. We were just saying um, in the previous episode that we're glad that they've decided to bring back a lot of the characters. Yes. And already in the first episode they brought back mr chin they brought back mm. mr meta and uh i think that applies in this yes. one too mm-hmm. yes yeah. yes okay uh so jumping in uh we broke this up into three parts there's the first part i call the town bike uh, <laughs> second part <laughs> <Nice>. we, <laughs> second part we call janet the messy roommate and the third part is of course the business award which is the big part mm-hmm. so town bike uh 
of course, we have Jung, who's just coming in at 600 kilometers an hour to work. <laughs> and uh, He said it said 900. And then he thought it said oh, 9 right. a.m. <laughs> 900, right. <laughs> right. I got Kim told here. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, of course, he's he's joking with Shan because she's like, oh, you know, kind of why do you bike to work? And he's like, you know, if you paid me more, I, I could get I could get a car. <laughs> and she's like, you know, why take this all away from you? The fresh air, the exercise, and the joie de vivre, which, the, the, what does that mean? Joy, joy of, life? of life? Yeah. Joy of living? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he decides, oh, you know what? I'm going to get her a bike. And now, now the, fun, the thing about this is now at this point, Shan Jung... Uh, has so, reversed yeah it's yes. reversed yeah so did he get this bike out of you know out of friendship out of liking her or out of spite out of liking her out i would think it's liking her yeah, yeah. later it, i think it evolves because <laughs> like but like, first of all i'm her. gonna reiterate my point i did the last episode <laughs> i was on which is just taking the exact same plot that went through Friends. <laughs> the first season, it was Ross liking Rachel. Rachel. And then the end of the first season, she realized that she might like him back. But oh no, he's dating somebody. In the second season, it's Rachel right liking Ross. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I was watching Friends it like, so long ago. Oh my god, Kim's did this too. <laughs> <laughs> so now Shannon's dating somebody and is happy. But now Jung's like, well, I want her now. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> I think he gets the bike for her out of liking her. Yeah? Yeah, it's yeah. like he likes her and then he's just wanting to get her something nice because she, she seemed to really well, want to be part of it. this is in, right? Like, yeah. this, this is like, I will prove that I am a knight in shining armor and she will leave her whoever to, to come her be Spanish with lover. Her Spanish <laughs> lover. Right, right, right. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, yeah, I've, I've his been favor. through that. <laughs> okay, so my only argument against against that is because uh well number one jung is bad at math but then he starts to say you know i, I got this bike for 20 bucks well actually 40 with the rims and you know while well, it's like 80 dollars total well that's why i think it like it it, sh- it evolves because oh, like okay. you yeah. think like i'm gonna do this super nice thing for her she's gonna appreciate me and everything and <laughs> and and he spends all this money and he comes yeah. to her with the bike and she's just sort of like oh, oh. Yay, this is great and uh, he's like Okay, but I spent like you know yeah. you don't I get the a lot of money that you want <laughs> okay. yeah. from somebody, and then you're just like, okay, yeah, this is, this is nothing. It's eighty bucks. You could you know just maybe 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 make more of a noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I felt like in that part of the conversation, he kind of wanted to say, oh yeah, it's nothing. You know, I got it for you. Don't worry about it. And then oh, he's yeah. just kind of like, put it don't way. worry uh, about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, be grateful. Be yeah. Grateful. yeah. See how much see how much I sacrificed for yes. you. Okay. It's like I have no money already. You don't pay me enough, but <laughs> I still bought you the bike <laughs> with the helmet. With the helmet. <laughs> Thirty bucks. Whatever. Yeah. Not a big deal. <laughs> Even though their relationships have flipped, I like that they still haven't changed the core of Shannon, how she's still a little bit awkward. Uh, mm-hmm. for example, when she talks about again, the town bike. Yes. Uh, she's like, There goes the town bike, they say. Well, not in that way. The the bike was actually shared by everyone in town and boy did I get a around well again not in that way <laughs> yeah no i continue to love shannon yes I think. like i think she endeared herself more yes mm-hmm. in the second season to me and <laughs> sorry i'm a little out of breath today so <laughs> whatever gets really humid this summer i've just my chest gets tighter it's bad so if i'm suddenly being like <laughs> sorry <laughs> but yeah it's it's the one thing that i like that they just decided to keep with their humor and keep the character you mm-hmm. know they didn't try to change her into somebody who just uh, just totally changed now that mm-hmm. she's in this relationship with no. Alejandra I love how confident she is in her awkwardness yes because yeah. <laughs> I don't think she thinks she's awkward she, she no just, this is just me <laughs> yeah. kind of thing yeah I think uh, one of my favorite parts of this episode is the scene when she's coming in after her first or maybe second bike, <laughs> and she's all sweaty, she's gassed, and she's saying things like, you know, people yell at you on the sidewalk, I, had, I might have I saddle rash. Can I relate to that? <laughs> I continue to not be a biker in Toronto because of my intense fear of Toronto streets, yes. Toronto drivers, and my, like, and just... I would be the same as her. I would be sweaty. I see people biking to work. I don't yes, get that. I don't, I don't get know that. how they do that. How are you 
doing that? How yeah. are you getting in and not sweating up a storm? Like Exactly. And then, of course, I'll get on a bike. And I know it just takes practice. Yeah. But, like, when you're f- doing those first things, it is not as easy and as quick mm. no. as other bikers make it seem. And, like, yeah. just going five minutes down the street, like, okay. <laughs> All right, which gear is the easier one? Again? <laughs> I don't know. I can't switch. I can't. I can't take my hands off the handlebars, Aww. so I can't make the turning signals. <laughs> oh no! And then, yeah, I just. So when when she comes in, like just dying, dying, I'm yeah. like, I get you. I totally yeah. get you. It's definitely not her first ride because he was saying, "Oh, I bring shirts to change into." She's like, "Yeah, I did that before, but it seems I just sweat through Dude, the, the whole backpack of it." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's like oh i like how it's sort of representative of toronto still like i have friends yes. who live downtown and bike bike to work uh for uh, seeing those bikes on adelaide in the bike lane every yeah. morning is just there's a ton of them yeah they're on there king are. too like mm-hmm. i see them on king all the time and it's and it's been something that's been developing over the last 10 years i mean like there are a lot more bike lanes there are mm-hmm. a lot more people on bikes yeah well it's like it's no amsterdam yeah <laughs> <laughs> i went to amsterdam and i was like holy crap the bikes rule everything here <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but but it is yeah it's been growing more here do, do people bike in the winter that's that's one thing yeah. i don't know yeah you see I them see, with I like that, yeah. these intense face masks on and oh, really? like their whole face is covered i think yeah. they're like ski masks so that the yeah. wind doesn't hurt them and then <laughs> They're not in poofy clothes, though. Like, most no. of them are in very, like, tight, but okay. I guess heat-protected gear. I don't yeah. know what they're called. I'm not a biker. Okay. But, like, with the state of the roads, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. No, well, yeah. I, I figured that, like, uh, international fans would be curious just because, you know, not all of them have snow or bike lanes. So True. they probably wonder, you know, in, in Canada where all the igloos are and everything, <laughs> you know, how do people get around if they're biking? So, mm. Yeah. yeah, they they manage somehow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we get the yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is also one of the one of the things I love 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 about season two is the whole Jung Chi uh, relationship. Yes. Especially they've kind of like. I won't say mastered the chemistry here, but it's definitely a big improvement over uh, season two. Again, it's funny because Kimchi is clearly like the immature one in terms of like <laughs> humor and lifestyle yeah. but at the same time he's the more mature one as far as like common sense and yeah. like <laughs> life lessons go yeah except for boiling eggs that's the only except thing for boiling. <laughs> but like no him and eggs he put an egg in the cupboard yeah it's been a running joke that's true <laughs> it's like eggs are his kryptonite it's yeah. like yeah. never give him an egg <laughs> Wait, didn't he have a problem with egg sandwich too? Or was it a tuna salad sandwich? No, that was Jung putting too much mayo on his sandwich. No, no, sandwich. no. no uh, <laughs> in the dash car when he gave the, oh, the expired sandwich. Oh, I think sandwich. it was egg salad. But it was it was because he bought them all on sale and That's they were right, going I to expire. Yeah. yeah. I was just wondering if that also tied into the egg joke. Yeah. but Maybe. But watching him and Jung have like hijinks together is yeah. a lot mm. of fun. <laughs> and you kind of really get this season like their history together yeah. like they were friends in yeah. high school and <laughs> yeah yeah i really like how kimchi maybe not particularly in this episode maybe the previous one where he tries to console jung as jung's going through all this shan jung <laughs> okay i can't have shan it's like oh you know i'll just try the time is jung you know stuff <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh and in this one he, they're they're totally bros i mean like they yeah. go and they go and confront the sketchy looking guy and uh they take the bike back and they go back to give the bike back (laughs) and it's funny uh sketchy looking guy as you can see in the credits that's actually what he's called is (laughs) it's played by chris hagan and yeah this is the first time he's actually doing something sketchy at the end yeah when he's trying Mm -hmm. to steal that bike back (laughs) or steal that bike yeah other bike yeah yeah well, I think I think they made him look sketchy, or like they described him as sketchy looking guy because he looks sketchy looking. He looks sketchy looking, <laughs> and he looks like somebody who would steal a bike. So yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> so the moral of the story is: if somebody gives you a bike, do you give it to a guy with a nomadic lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah. I don't sure. know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about Shannon like giving away the bike. Yeah. To somebody random to spare. 
Jung's feelings because yeah. mm-hmm. that that seemed a very sitcom move, right? Like <laughs> instead of saying like, "Here, I'll give you the money for the bike," or yeah, whatever. Uh, my or, bike was stolen. My bike was stolen. like, don't make such a big deal out of it. This is such a blatant lie. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so the next part. Uh, so Janet and her dirty laundry. So she, w- <laughs> so just like any good twenty-year-old coming from university, coming home for the day or the weekend or whatever it is, she comes home bringing her dirty laundry, and Appa calls her out saying, "You enjoy your free hydro, free detergent, free food." <laughs> and and uh, we were saying this in the previous episode that yeah, it is pretty typical of like university kids to yeah, come back. Yeah. For the weekend mm-hmm. to bring back their laundry and comfort food and bring back food. I going remember back. being intensely jealous of my Toronto friends because they were a shorter ride away from mm. Guelph. <laughs> so they would always go home on the weekends. Oh. I think I went home once. It wasn't that much further for me. It was mm. a two hour drive, but a three hour train ride. Oh. Um, and, um, and so I would never go. I only went home during Thanksgiving, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. And like Christmas break. Okay. But. Yeah, I was always jealous of my friends going home on the weekends because they just bring their laundry with them and I would just grumble. <laughs> I came home every weekend when I went to Waterloo because I had a job back in Toronto. <laughs> I had to come back to work. That's a whole different other thing. Yes. <laughs> you had to actually come back and work. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, uh, you have the whole issue of and if you ever lived with roommates uh you will know that (laughs) being friends with somebody is one thing but living with people is a whole different animal you can be best friends but you can possibly hate them after living together yeah Mm -hmm. it's almost easier to like find a stranger (laughs) find a stranger actually living with a stranger is almost easier because you don't have that history to like dig up of crap yeah and well your first roommate, like if you if you've never your first oh. time living away from home, yeah, mm-hmm. there's always going to be those hurdles, like where you realize mm. the things that your parents did for you, yeah. they are no longer doing for you. Yeah. So mm. you kind of have to do that. But the first time I moved to Toronto, actually, no, it was it was other things too. Like the first time you live with a friend, where you're like, this is gonna be the best time yeah. ever. Nope. And I've been pretty fortunate, but I remember when I moved to Toronto, I moved in with one of my best friends, who's still one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. But I think when we started getting to the three-year mark, <laughs> that was when we started to, like, we were doing the passive-aggressive, like, hey, so nice, that's <laughs> Three <so."> years? <laughs> three years. I'm a very patient person. <laughs> but there was a day, I think one of the days that broke it was that I was making tomato soup and I had gotten a blender and I went to uh, go do it and something happened. Either the soup was too hot or... No, I'd forgotten. The lid wasn't on properly oh, no. <laughs> and it just exploded out and there was tomato soup everywhere oh. in the kitchen. Oh, every no. crevice, every like... And I and I had to run to work and I quickly texted her and was like, I'm so sorry. And I just ran out and she oh, comes no. home and like... Oh. It's like a bloodbath. <laughs> but she would do things like she... Her thing... Her Janet teabag moment was yeah. leaving the fruit stickers in a pile on the counter. <laughs> and this pile would slowly grow and I just remember very slowly getting <laughs> mad with that, like... That's so weird though. Yeah. Stickers? Building it up. Sticker, yeah. And she did the teabag thing too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I lived with my cousin who, um, she uh, she's actually Jay, who's also been on the podcast, sister, and she literally did the teabag thing too. I I lived with her for about a year, year and a half. And the other thing she would do is she would have a million cups around, so she would drink from a cup, yeah. put it down somewhere in the place, drink a, from another cup, put it somewhere down, and then she'd be drinking from another cup, put it down, and then there would be like a collection of these cups in front of her, and she's like, "Are any of these your cup?" Which one's mine? I'm like they're all yours. <laughs> but, but we're all pretty cool. But yeah, I've had a lot of different roommates. Um, my first year in university, that roommate, he, we were like night and day uh, yeah. different because I was, I guess, the OCD kid. I, <laughs> I kept everything very clean, very tidy, everything. He was pig pen, right. so yeah. he he would eat popcorn. 
then he'd drop popcorn on the floor, he'd step on it, and he would drag it to like my side of the room. Not intentionally. Just it just it stuck to his saw. Just, it just stuck <laughs> you know, to his whatever. saw. <laughs> and and his like his pile of stuff would just kind of Take blow over. around everywhere and I'd so be you're like, lucky oh. though, my roommate in first year university would just do it with her boyfriend while I was in the room. Oh, what? <laughs> oh. Same. <laughs> oh, no. But, but we had I this... I was very prudish, and yeah. I still am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I had three roommates in university because in Waterloo, we had a townhouse. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of, the, some of the res were townhouses, so I actually knew two out of three of my roommates because I went to high school with them, and one of them was their friend. But after the first week of university, that friend decided she can't handle Waterloo and she was going to leave and she left and went back to Toronto and she got into U of T. But in the middle of the term, they just stuck a random person into our house without telling us, by the way. So, yeah. And this person, she was always missing. She she went to her boyfriend's. But I think she had early classes and her alarm would be set at like 5.30 a.m. And she had one of those... Eh, 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 alarm clocks and there were a couple of mornings that alarm (laughs) clock went off and all of us woke up yep Yep. and we were banging on our door we're like hey turn off your alarm clock hey it's like get up and then we would stand there for about five minutes and i think we realized she wasn't in her room oh we've had those (laughs) so we waited 15 minutes for the stupid thing to go off on its own so yeah this this was the episode where i almost got on janet's side for the whole episode <laughs> normally i would name the section shut up janet because yeah. like that's normally what i'm saying while i'm watching kim's convenience yeah. but this one was where like first i have to point out that it's very very rare to have like for students to have a washer dryer yes. set in their first apartment mm. together and their apartment's huge <laughs> and their apartment's huge like we we've talked about it like yeah. you know up a coastline the lease yeah. Yeah. probably paying for some of it yeah yeah and um but I was on her side when Jared chucked the one shirt into the yeah. washer and started doing it. I it's was like, like, what are you... That is such a waste. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, Jared, yeah. And Tell him. But he put his wallet in there, too. <laughs> Man. He put his wallet in there. And then... But then... They got talking about each other's bad yeah. habits. We yeah. all have bad habits. I'm yeah. guilty for, like, leaving some of the dishes in, mm-hmm. the, in the sink for mm-hmm. too long mm-hmm. or... Um, do you leave half your peanut butter on your knife and then put it in no, the sink? No, I lick it off the knife. <laughs> I was like, pie. Yeah, because I can't spread it all on there. Yeah. I, just, I just lick it off. Whatever. I put it on a cracker. You but know, it was when she was later, you know, like when she gets really indignant about it. I'm like, okay, no, Janet. No, 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 no. That teabag <laughs> thing is gross. Look at, what are you doing? You're just throwing the teabags on the on table. On the table. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I think the way that they closed off this part was kind of realistic, too. It's yeah. like, you're not going to have a perfect ending. And no. it kind of ends off with Janet going to bed, but Gerald kind of casually mentioning, yeah, there's you know. one the, more thing. Yeah, there's one more thing. It's like, haha, okay, I'm going to sleep. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that that's kind of how it is with living with roommates. It is. You can't, and I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the last part is the biggest part. It is the business award. Business award. And uh, it, it, of course, uh, I guess it winds back because it ties into Janet coming in there. But she's kind of teasing up, uh, like, you know, that's not very business-like businessman award, uh, the business mm-hmm. winner award mm-hmm. uh, attitude or whatever it was. And, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, what What'd you say? Don't talk, don't, don't talk about that. Don't jinx. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then you have uh, Mr. Chin come in. And uh, Mr. Chin being Mr. He's Chin. He's so skeevy. <laughs> Everything about him is skeevy. I'm not afraid to say that. No. Like, poke, poke, poke. Yeah, I think poke, he's poke, meant to poke. be. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's definitely there to, yeah, as, as you're saying, pushing all the buttons to uh, yeah. get everybody uh, going. And it's funny that he kind of he kind of takes turns poking buttons at both of them. First, he's yeah. like, you yeah. know... Um, you know by the way mrs kim you won it's like oh but you know i insist on many recounts but it still ended up being you and it's like wow you're poking her after poking him like dude (laughs) (laughs) pretty uh pretty impressive yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so mrs kim wins and i i wanted to yeah i was i was gonna point out like when she wins there's a 
because they're like, oh, you won or whatever. And, yeah. and there's that woman in the store who's like, congratulations, oh, Mr. Right. Kim. Yeah. And then it's like, congratulations, <laughs> Mrs. Kim. Kim. Yeah. yeah. But what impressed me about her the most, actually, was that, was that she was Muslim and wearing a hijab. And I know yes. that that shouldn't impress me yeah. <laughs> or that shouldn't be such a shock to me, but it was more like... Not a big deal was made out of it. Yes. She didn't have an accent. Yes. It wasn't overplayed. She was just a Muslim woman yeah. in exactly. the store or just someone who was Muslim. Exactly. And, you know, it was like, oh, my God, they got somebody who... Uh, like, I think that's <laughs> one of the first times I've seen a woman in HF and TV who didn't have an accent. Yeah. Maybe just in general alone. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is true. And this is a very... I mean, it's a very Toronto thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's true to Toronto that... You go around, either people, they may or may not have accents, and people are just, you know, people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, We're Canadian. I, I really appreciated that. It was such a small throwaway moment, yeah. but I was like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so we jump into the next part, of course, uh, up, uh, for some reason, he likes to sweep outside, and, and Mr. <laughs> Meta's out there, he's smoking his cigar, and he he's giving his input that, you know, they, they give the award for one. They probably gave a, the award to a woman for optics, you know, to gain favor of the city. And then when he hears and that... He says, oh, like, flavor of the month or flavor, flavor of the... Of the you month. know, yeah. like, yeah. If, it, if it was whoever... Whatever minority yeah. or group is, yeah. is, like, popular or... Yeah. That's the one they're going to choose. That's the one that gets it. Stupid Mr. Meta. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, you know, he tries to be, I guess, somewhat supportive when he realizes, oh, wait, it, it, it's, it's your wife. It's your wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She she probably deserves it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was uh, still like, oh. Yeah. The sad thing is, is that some of that is true. You know that sometimes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it's still like, oh, that doesn't mean they don't deserve it. It's just, That's true. You know, no, like. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing I found with that is that he immediately i guess he takes off it's not shown but at yeah. some point he takes off because appa comes into the store as mrs meta is talking yeah. to uh to amma and then then she's like hey where where's where's, where's my, my husband? husband oh he already left it's like why did he leave his yeah. wife was in the store <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but they're never really on that great of terms yeah <laughs> no, they, they seem like a fun somewhat dysfunctional marriage yeah yeah so fun fact alora Nick, oh god, I'm gonna get emails for that one. Um, who plays Mrs. Meta? Pat Nick, uh, Laura Pat Okay, uh, fun fact that she played another character called Mrs. Meta on a show called That's So Indie. Oh, <laughs> good to know. Yeah, I was looking at IMDb, I'm like, wait, why is her name Mrs. Meta here, too? Anyway, she pay- plays the mother of the main character, and uh, there was also another character in Kim's that also played like that person's same sister. title same yeah. name oh, yeah crazy. yeah a lot of kim connections rich tapestry in <laughs> canada here but but i think that she stole the she had my favorite line of the episode or the funny favorite line she was like marry a meta they said he'll take care of you i had servants in india now i live with a man who microwaves cheese on toast <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, also digits her in the middle of in the middle yeah. of a conversation Apparently, <laughs> while smoking his cigar and everything yeah. i think he's a little bit sexist <laughs> <laughs> so so far meeting all these friends did not help papa he no. met mr chin found out the award that he didn't win and got mm-hmm. it rubbed with salt he mm-hmm. met mr meta who gave him the idea that you know the award came to Emma because she was a woman and you had mrs meta say that you know the star wasn't wouldn't do his half as half well as, yeah. with with uh with you without her without yeah. Emma. and yeah. uh then this i guess all builds up to quote unquote appa pay can we talk about that joke uh, <laughs> okay so i get so it was a really popular funny joke when it first came up because i used to tweet when when the show was being shown mm-hmm. like first shown live yeah and everybody was like oh Pepe is so funny and at first I found it really funny it's a funny. good punchline yeah it, it is, is. Yeah. yeah but and this is the one thing and I never uh, I guess uh, nitpick about anything about Kim's but this is one of the things that I was like oh I really wish they didn't use it like that it's like yeah. Pepe why I pay why would he consider himself Appa to a customer Right. Yeah. If it was Janet, if it was Jung, if it was even Umma, yeah, you might yeah. get away with that. But Gavin, but with Gavin Williams, serial guy who 
by the way, just sidebars, Gavin Williams is really funny in oh, improv. Yeah, he's so funny. He's yeah. an improv yeah. actor as well. He yeah. was the one acting with Andrew for most for all the improv show. Yeah. And background is that they used to do improv together yes. in Calgary, mm-hmm. and then he moved to Toronto. But yeah, you can catch him at Bad Dog Theater. Super funny and really nice guy to meet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, coming back to the Appa Pay joke, it was uh, yeah. It was okay. Yeah. 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 It wasn't because Appa means father or dad, right? Yeah. 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 It was just, it was somewhat awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of felt shoved in there to get to that punchline. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the other hand, um, one thing that's come up on Twitter recently, and it, it's something that I'm constantly being reminded of um, that the store is not really a store as much as it's a community or a place where people can come and chat. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, uh, Inns Choi, he, he has this video where I, I think it's a special on the for DVD of the first season where he talks about he has an uncle that was has a store in L.A. and he had mm-hmm. the store during the L.A. riots as well. Mm-hmm. So he would always uh, go out of his way to like people would ask for loans or can you can you put it on a tab or something because mm-hmm. I don't have money to pay for this stuff. So when the the time that the riots were happening, uh, people were getting looted, people were getting robbed, mm-hmm. burning down buildings and stuff. But as the, this his uncle was going to the store, he noticed that there was a chain of a people chain around his store trying to protect it and these were all customers oh wow yeah, yeah. and it was a really like nice story and I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they, they put this into the show I mean of course <laughs> well, there's not going to be a ride in Toronto a side but. effect of this show for me has been like because there's a convenience store yeah. right two minute walk down the street from <laughs> me and I go there quite often that's actually. awesome and the mm-hmm. owner's they recognize me now. Yeah. I recognize them. Yeah. We'll, but we don't. We don't have that like Kim's convenience, like you know, <laughs> yeah. how's your father friendly. kind yeah. of kind of relationship. Yeah. And but it's made me question that somewhat, being like, like <laughs> I've clearly been seeing these people for four years. Yeah. And and we like you know we smile and we nod and we. And they, they know that I'm going for the Coke Zero in the back because I'm just too lazy to buy a case for some reason. I just keep going to this damn convenience store and paying a dollar per can. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but I was like, it's made me question. I'm like, maybe, maybe I should ask them their names. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Talk to them. Because I see other people walking into the store and being like, hello, Joan, or whatever. Yeah. And oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, other people can do this. Why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the whole the community thing and mm-hmm. how they love Appa and Amma and this convenience store, it, it was kind of shown in Appa's Lump because you saw all those right. people bringing in flowers, right. gifts and cards. So it kind of shows that they care about the store and they care about the well-being of the owners. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I would ever know about the owners of my <laughs> store is like, if they suddenly weren't there, You'll like notice. if one of them wasn't there, I would notice. <laughs> like they're clearly owners who live in the, you know, the yeah. apartment the complex, above yeah. and and uh they're they're always there they're always watching Aww. some sort of k-drama on, <laughs> on their tiny little tv <laughs> and uh and you know i just i was like uh yeah like and if one of them suddenly stopped being there all the time mm-hmm. then yeah. i would like okay. i would notice but would i have the courage to ask i don't know you know how you strike up a conversation you're just going yeah didn't you hate it when that guy did that to that person god i hated that part of the <laughs> yeah. drama right then they'd be Am like, right? oh, Manda, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so jumping back to the episode, yeah. um, then this is pretty much the upper pay part is when things have been bubbling up and just going to a boil. And this, okay, this is one of my absolute favorite episodes of Umma. Uh, this is this is well. You were like, yeah. what, which which episode of season two do you want to discuss? It's yeah, pretty much my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> like Jean Yoon kicks ass in this yeah. one, and <laughs> she it, kills it. This this scene was oh my god! I, I I was just sitting there like oh my god, that that was awesome. Just that slamming of the award and well, everything the build up to it, it yeah, too. that too like, exactly. Yeah. It was such a well crafted scene, writing wise, mm-hmm. acting wise. Yes. Like I'm. I can't help it. I'm turned on by good acting. <laughs> and, and so like, so when I, just watching them work off of each other yeah. and 
watching that tension build yeah. and and watching the chilled stares <laughs> gives, like yep. the the absolute look of betrayal yeah. and hurt yeah and i just felt that through my screen and it was like <laughs> It was hard to watch, actually. Yeah. That one yeah. was hard to watch because you saw the and then you see the look in his face, yeah, which is just like, oh crap, he went, yeah, <laughs> he went too far, like yeah. he he realized, he, and you see it realizing in his face yeah. what he's just said, and and to his credit, like, and actually, the one thing I do like about this episode too mm-hmm. is that they demonstrate. I mean, they've demonstrated through the seasons, but they also demonstrate in the episode why Oma would get that award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, yeah, they show exactly. her being they show nice the contrast. to customers. Yeah. They show her being helpful. Yeah. They yeah. show her, like, you she's know... She's the one that can train Gerald. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's the one that can train Gerald. It's and, like, and, free-range chicken, what do you mean? I, go ask the farmers, what do I have to... Yeah, they're local and they're fresh. And yeah. It was yeah. funny in that first one that uh, as the person's, like, buying the eggs, they, they still buy the eggs, I guess, mm-hmm. even with not everything being answered pay it and then if you look carefully she kind of gives up a look before she a dashes look, out yeah. there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, those little things that you don't catch <laughs> yeah and yeah and then it just call yeah culminates in her like smashing that award yeah. and it's like whoa whoa yeah, yeah. And I wonder how hard it is to break an award like that. I wonder how many times they had to film that scene. Like, how many of those awards did they have handy? And how many of them yeah. does Jean actually have at home? <laughs> Are they all broken, though? This award. <laughs> yeah. That was like, it actually hurt to watch that. It was yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. I don't like seeing people like yeah driven to that point but <laughs> i guess that's also why they brought gavin back to take his debit card right oh yeah that yes. kind of gives There's you a little, little bit of, little cut, of yeah. cuts yeah. attention a bit yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like oof, i can breathe i, I yeah. think that's like part of it's been consistent in the show like mm-hmm. whenever there's those very heavy moments there's something to cut it down a bit yeah uh, going back to season one where they had that fridge scene with the flicking is like you know yeah. if yeah. if i've been a, a bad daughter then flick <laughs> and it's like yep yeah, too bad too sad it's and like, then I takes didn't, off i wasn't gonna say flick me <laughs> <laughs> so after this uh janet and emma have basically two conversations at the same time <laughs> oh, they're yeah. obviously not talking God, I, I don't know why i always love those scenes <laughs> <laughs> even though they're totally kind of unrealistic i always enjoy those types of scenes i, where... I don't see why she tries to con- get advice or try to get consolation from janet because janet's so much like her dad so it's like she's arguing about her dad to her dad sorry arguing about her husband to somebody who's like her husband yeah Yeah. but then she would expect her daughter to understand because you know they they, they have their chats they have their girl moments and you know they always keep things from appa too so she assumed if she's venting to her daughter her daughter would probably either take her side or at least just listen I think she just wanted someone to listen. She wanted someone to listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was also to punctuate that, like, Oma is kind of underappreciated in the yes, home. And, like, for sure. And yeah. Janet is included in a mom's that. She <laughs> takes her for granted. She yes. thinks my mom will listen to my all of my yeah. problems and have a solution and mm-hmm. agree with me. And it's, oh, I love, I love, like, when she just finally tells Janet, like, because yeah. you're, you're a messy pig right? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and that's finally the re- like the point where janet realizes hey well i guess at that point because after that that's when she goes back and she's talking with gerald and she cleans up and everything yeah so, i don't like, think she recognized it at that moment not at that moment no, not at that moment because she that. made her like pouty scrunchy face and ran off ran off <laughs> but i think she thought on it yeah and of course, the only person who actually tries to help up on this one is uh, Frank. Good old Frank. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they have a chat, and Frank, of course, he he gets lost in his conversation about the comic books and what getting hit book? with a car. I, I have a friend like Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Frank friend who's female. Oh. Who, is the type of person, like, I'm on the phone, like, she's been calling recently, <laughs> and, Aww. you know, I'll be on the phone with her, and, and she's so nice and so kind-hearted, yeah. but <laughs> for the life of me, I cannot understand where most of her stories go, and and she won't, like, I, at one point when we were in university, I would actually put the phone down and walk away for oh, a few no. minutes and come back and it'd be fine i wouldn't have missed anything oh wow like i like it's just so hard to wow follow and she she's telling like a story of her trip and she was talking about like 
um, alpacas and <laughs> how she couldn't. And then she was like, oh, they have a, they're weird. And I'm like, why are they weird? And we're like, because they have a weird, they have a face. And I was like, they're weird because they have a face. Yeah, but it's okay. We only bought seven. Wait, bought seven? Bought seven what? Seven alpacas and everything. She's like, well, they wouldn't fit in the backpack though. But then we got more later and they were a cotton blend. And I was like, are these real alpacas or stuff? <laughs> Okay, like, what are we talking about? It's like, oh, didn't I mention? And like, that, like <laughs> yeah. Frank, so like, did I mention the comic book? And uh, it was like, <laughs> that's exactly yeah. like what it was like. It was like, no, you didn't mention this really key thing that yeah. made, would have made me understand the story more. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to close up this part, of course, up uh, he realizes uh, what he's done, and I guess he sums it up to you know when Emma's saying you know you you don't think you don't think what you're saying here and he says you know I want a chip here you yeah. move the chip here we sell the chips I want a clear Pepsi we are a clear Pepsi we still <laughs> Actually, have clear Pepsi that's my favorite line of the episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my favorite part was just after that you oh, want yeah. second maybe I don't think it's a good idea then we have Janet I still don't think it's a good idea <laughs> it's such a heartwarming moment it though. is yeah, yeah. Like, it was because he you know when he even when he says like we have Janet it's like yeah. with that warmth in his voice that yeah. you don't yeah. normally yeah. hear and then he flips and then he it. follows it yeah. up yeah <laughs> no, that was brilliant it's a great like um up uh, moment mm-hmm. in the season and uh yeah uh, again i i i probably would still say this is uh even that was still my favorite gene yeah part like mm-hmm. she she really nails that even the subtle kind of you know you don't really mean that when she's saying that like it's like i I can feel that you're feeling that. Yeah, yeah. and she was like that. crying. You can see yeah. like in her eyes, like yeah. just all the emotions that's just pouring off of her face onto the screen. Yeah, no, yeah. she really did well with that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and to close off that that scene, <laughs> as they put up the award up there and then yeah. it breaks, if you look at Appa's face, I swear to God, he's dropping an F-bomb. <laughs> because, and then he says... Frank, but I, I swear it's like an f bomb, and I, I I put it on Twitter there because I was just like researching this, and I'm like, Did, was was he dropping an f bomb, and then um they just voiced over it, <laughs> yeah, because it, it looked like it was just like dubbed over, just like Frank. Yeah. yeah, but like he has a giant mustache and beard, and it kind of covers the top of his <laughs> lip. Yeah, so you know, yeah. we're gonna look at a freeze frame again. <laughs> and on. another thing is. I wonder how many times they had to like time it for that award piece to fall I, off. I was, was it like a that, button or I, like, I was like, was it a button? Yeah. Was there something inside? Yeah, it's like a trigger. Like <laughs> what? Yeah. Like they've like you know I was planning out the shots in my head. Yeah. Like, okay, here's the shot where they're just standing there waiting for the award to go, and yeah. then they you know dub over that like with the beginning of Frank, mm-hmm. like or his sigh and everything. But if we think about escape rooms and how they can make things drop and pop. They can. Maglock, was it? What was it? Yeah. <laughs> Could be something. It was like Drop a magnet that released from yeah. the back of it. And yeah. That's why it fell. Yeah. Yeah. When I asked, uh, uh, just left that an open tweet on Twitter, Paul, who plays up, I said, of course, that's on purpose. <laughs> well, I don't know if he said it in that tone, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thanks again for joining us, Manda. I'm so struggling not to say man pants. I know. <laughs> It's I become know. her name. It's, it's so sad. It's, it's become my name. Maybe <laughs> and with my mom. <laughs> if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to whatyoutalkingpodcasts at gmail.com or tweet me at MikeYUAN82. This show was brought to you by Frank's Repair. Looking for a personable handyman for all your needs? Call Frank. He fixes air conditioners, ball cocks on toilets, and gives great life advice like leave a box of crackers by your nightstand. Wait. Why are we here again? Call 416-GR8-CHAT. Until the next time. Okay, see you. Nailed it. Yay!